journey now to Summerfield, nestling like a pearl in the golden setting of the autumn countryside. I put a spell on you. And now you're... The monster All right. Play it for me now, Chad. It's running through me. It's running through me. (laughs) Just like that Japanese candy ran right through me. (laughs) You don't know. As soon as we stopped recording, it went right through me and straight into the shitter. Oh, that's a shame. What a waste. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) to the Halloween 365 podcast. We've missed you. Did you miss us? I hope you did. Uh, we are in the thick of it right now, folks. We are in the thick of it. We are less than a week. This is the week. The week. The start of Halloween. Ladies and gentlemen, we, I mean, it's we're, during the time of recording this, this is Thursday, uh, what, the 21st. So yeah. when this episode comes out, this is going to be the week of Halloween. We are on uh, Sunday, October 24th, ladies and gentlemen. So if you don't celebrate Halloween, if you wish you celebrated Halloween, if you're from another country that doesn't do it, it doesn't matter. Go steal a pumpkin from your neighbor's backyard. Go get one from the grocery store. Get you a turnip. Get you a gourd. I don't care. Put one on the porch because we all know that if you're not dressed up, If you're not dressed up, if you don't have your gourd lit, and if you're not handing out candy, then we know that Sam's coming for you. And and he he takes no prisoners. Did you like Mm. like Trick or Treat? Did you like Trick or Treat? I loved Trick or Treat. I only watched it once. Okay, so wait. Let me tell you real quick. Let me give you a quick funny funny little thing here. Mm. Uh, So first off, I want to say that uh, our last episode, our Japanese horror candy episode halloween episode everybody that uh, probably just listened to that that dropped friday uh, the 22nd hope you enjoyed it was fun but i'm gonna tell you now i couldn't get the flavor of beef tongue out of my mouth for hours i woke up tasting beef tongue mixed with morning breath and i'm gonna tell you now it was friggin horrible oh god like i can't even imagine what that would be like the combo mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about stopping back at the store that I purchased mine from and uh, asking for a refund. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, just, yeah. just seeing if they had any of the stuff that you tried because I kind of wanted to try it. No, no, um, no. But <laughs> maybe next but, time. I mean, it was it was fun, and I can tell you that uh, the rest of my Japanese snacks that tasted like beef and octopus and fish, I've got those saved, and I'm handing those bitches out on Halloween. <laughs> Yeah. These little kids are going to taste some Japanese candy. Um, so, 
what I was going to say is because you asked me if I liked the movie Trick or Treat. If anybody's not seen that, uh, go watch it. It's good. Great movie to watch this time of the year. It embodies everything that is horror and uh, Halloween. I mean, all of the horror aspects in that are based on Halloween. But so in the movie, there is uh, one of the stories because it's got a few different stories that all tie into the main plot line. But one of the stories is the bus driver and the special needs children that are on the bus. Correct. Okay, so you know how, because <laughs> in the movie, this is an old tale, and they show a picture of all of these special needs children standing in front of the bus in their Halloween costumes, and they're like all handmade, creepy-looking Halloween oh, they're terrifying. costumes. They're absolutely right, right. terrifying. Yeah. So they're, it's a black-and-white photo, and <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because if you go to Spirit of Halloween or any of these Halloween uh, stores online, they have mugs and shirts and stuff that just has that photo. No context. It doesn't say <laughs> trick or treat or anything, right? So my girlfriend uh, bought a mug from Spirit of Halloween, and it's really cool mug. It's got that picture on it. Um, mm. And I was like, oh, I wonder if any of these people in this photo are still alive. And she said, what? I said, I "I wonder if any of the people in this photo are still alive. You know, look at how creepy their costumes were back in the 60s and 70s. She said, she said, what are you talking about? I said, this is an old photo. They use this old photo for everything. They put, (laughs) I was ready to defend this mother. If, if I thought you, that this was a real old photo. If you want to see what he's talking about, go to Google, type in Trick or Treat School Bus Massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think it's the first, well, it might be the first photo for you guys. It was the second for me. Uh, the <clears> second <throat> photo that comes <laughs> Uh She was like, that's from the movie Trick or Treat. I said, Oh, I said, don't you dare tell anybody this. I can't do a Halloween podcast and not know that. Uh, well, you know what's uh, weird? I, I'm looking here, and it actually looks like maybe I'm wrong, but it looks like they actually sell the um, the mask there. They do. They do. You the actual. Mm-hmm. But they just have it listed as skeleton mask, bunny mask, and uh, clown mask. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. I mean, in the movie. <clears throat> After it all happens, uh, it becomes their them coming back to life, and their their ghosts coming to haunt the bus driver. Yeah, uh, becomes somewhat of a superstition for him uh, until you know something actually happens. Definitely, definitely it does. Which brings me to our topic of the podcast today: uh, oh, superstitions oh, oh. and urban legends. Ew. I've been waiting for this one because uh, I, I have mixed feelings about some of these things, some of these superstitions. Mm. Okay. Um, do you – well, first, do we have any ambiance or – No. It's there. Speak of the devil. <laughs> it's there. Um, so is there a superstition that you believe in or – Slash also, um, can you tell me a couple of superstitions that your parents might have told you when you were younger? 
Um, my dad was a firm believer believer in a soothsaying. Um, he believed that if you talked about something enough, uh, you could easily speak that into existence. Um, you know, we got to the point that anytime you would say something like kind of negative, he would just basically tell me to shut up because it tend to happen a lot. And, uh, maybe it's pure coincidence. Maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's something of the supernatural at work, but I, I did witness this to, to be a thing. Okay. Um, I'm also the type of person that for whatever reason, I, I don't like spilling the salt. I, I will take some of that and toss it over my shoulder. So is that just it. from dumb and dumber or <laughs> I, oh, I don't think so. I, you're afraid I'm, sea bass is going to come <laughs> kick your ass. Sea bass is going to kick my ass. But as the kids say, uh, why risk it and fuck around and find out? So <laughs> I'm not going to do this. <laughs> Quick, throw some salt over your right shoulder. <laughs> Just the whole thing. The whole fucking shank. <laughs> goes, kick his ass, sea bass. Kick his ass, sea bass. Um, um, no. So you're – I know that um, – while growing up with you, since we uh, uh, grew up through our teenage years and hung out, I want to know, did your grandmother uh, ever tell you anything? I know that she grew up in our area, but in the thick of it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like you, your, yeah. your your mom and your dad, uh, I would say definitely did, but your, your grandmother, um, I would say more so than them. She was probably when everybody was kind of, you know – in the hollow and yep, not uh, really leaving and kind of being self-reliant. So I'm just kind of curious as to what the older superstitions, if you had heard any from her. I mean, she was a very um, reserved type woman when it came down to uh, the supernatural. I feel like um, I, I know you've seen the type before, the, the, the same type that you see in horror movies where they're like, I don't want to acknowledge this evil because I don't want to let this evil in kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm sure she saw some things. Uh, she did tell me some stories that, not necessarily superstitious, but um, you know, some some creepy things. Uh, you know, the, she may or may not have had an encounter with a black dog at one point in her life. Okay, I, I which the... a lot of people in our area talk about. That. I mean, we're not gonna stray into the creepy. Yeah, but I've yeah, heard, exactly. Heard... Yeah. From like uh, grandparents and great uncles and aunts, things of uh, the black dog, because um, we're we grew up in the southwestern part of Virginia, and that was something that I heard a lot about whenever I was younger. And believe it or not, the freaking wampus cat I heard a lot about too. Which <laughs> yeah. uh, I used to the wampus. I used to laugh so hard at that, thinking that that <laughs> name was just so <laughs> stupid. Which is so a wampus cat for anybody that doesn't know, it's technically supposed to be a mix of a a woman and a cat. It, it makes noises of children crying or women screaming, things like that. But if if you really want to get down to the brass tacks of it, so do panthers. <laughs> um, those were very indigenous to our the area we okay. lived. If you look at it scientifically, they will tell us that we're all crazy. But I have seen. Um, said big black cat several occasions as I was younger and in my uh, teens. Yes. Um, so I don't know if it was an actual panther or if it was well, just a black cougar. Yeah. Mountain lion. 
Yeah. I, I will but, say this. I have been sitting outside on a swing, and then the next thing you know, I had a very thick forest behind my house. Um, you would hear stuff, man, and things oh, yeah. that are unnatural. I mean, I stayed in the woods as a younger uh, child, and even in my teenage years, I stayed in the woods. And I will be the first to admit that I have heard this scream of a woman, yeah, uh, the crying yeah. of a of a baby. And there was even a time where Jeremy, our other host, uh, him and I were asleep um, in my mother's old house that was on a mountain in the woods. And we left, we had had a fire out in uh, the yard, out in the woods, and we were eating dinner out there, which was chicken. Like, just throw that out there. It was chicken. Some of us didn't finish the chicken, threw it uh, on the ground beside the fire, didn't think anything about it, went to the bedroom, went to sleep, had the window open, it was just the screen to the window that was separating us from the outside, right, because it was hot. Hmm. And then we heard it outside. You could hear the, the, the clicking of its mouth, and you could hear it purring, and you could see it out the window, and it was trying to make these little chirping, like children noises, to try to draw us out because I guess it could smell us. But you, it was definitely making little, like, uh, 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 like little outside the window. <laughs> Dios mío, del diablo! And you, it wasn't a house cat. Um, but. Uh, so for you, it, the soothsaying comes from your father. Um, yeah, the soothsaying, you know. Um, uh, okay, here's 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 one that's, uh, I don't know, I guess this would fall in the superstition category. Um, my grandmother believed that if a pregnant individual uh, looked at a certain animal in distress uh, during their time of pregnancy, their baby could come out marked. Um, the reason being behind this is because I swear to you, she told me um, she had witnessed a baby born with hooves before. That sounds like the Jersey Devil. It, it, that's the first thing <laughs> that pops into my head. Um, but I, I think it was more related to a cow. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, in this scenario, um, because I think she said something about. I wish she. I, I'm not as good of a storyteller as her, but she basically was telling me it was due to a cow being slaughtered in front of this lady. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, did, I, did the I, child I believe have her. to have specially made shoes? <laughs> it's just I'm I, thinking of the stuff that's coming to my head. I, yeah, no, I mean it's it's one of those things. Like I I don't know. I mean, she grew up in Kentucky for a very long time, and I'm sure mm -hmm. there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in those uh, backwoods of Kentucky. And I don't right. really know. Um, for me, so my family, uh, one half of my family grew up in Maryland and actually moved down here. Um, Rockport, Rockville, somewhere around there. Um, and I didn't hear any specific superstitions from that side of the family. I do have my mother's side of the family where we would hear things, and you can kind of tell me if this is anything that's ever been something that you've heard of but um birds um smacking into the window of your house was always said to be bad luck in my family yes that it was a sign of death 
Mm-hmm. Um, an owl flying into your car. I was always told that that was a sign of death because owls are known to be wise and them flying into the car is not by happenstance. Um, if you have a dream that you are going to die or that somebody dies in your dream, then that means that somebody that you know is about to be pregnant is another one that I've always heard. And that one is kind of odd because I have, sometimes it seems like that that's true. Uh, and then the reverse, if you have a dream about having a baby, then that means that somebody near you is going to die. Don't know about that. Uh, but these are things that I've always heard. Um, the I'm trying to think of the most uncommon ones. The only other one that I ever heard would be that when people die, they die in threes. So if so you hear that true. somebody dies, I mean, it seems to be really freaking true. Like celebrities, yeah, I mean, uh, people that are near you, yeah. things like that. You always hear. I mean, maybe I, it's just I don't the way that the. Get, like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to get like grim or anything, but that that recently happened uh, where uh, like this week where three people. I mean, I didn't know them very well, but three people that my family knew very well died in unison. Mm-hmm. And it was very strange, very very unusual. That's how it always happens uh, for me as well. And I, as grim as it might sound, I've even gotten to the point where if somebody passes away, I'm like, okay, where's the other two? Or if I hear that two people have passed away, I'm like, who's the third? Um, but those things have always seemed to ring true as far as superstition in my family. I don't know about the bird thing. That's never really meant anything to me but oddly enough the dreaming about somebody dying I usually like for instance I've had a couple of times where I personally and I don't dream often if I do dream then I don't remember them Um, but whenever I actually do they're vivid Um, and there has been a couple of instances over the past few years where I'll have a dream of um, a specific cousin of mine her being in my dream and then somebody dies in this dream. And then after that, she would be pregnant. This happened three times and she has three children. (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird, man. Um, Have you ever had a dream about your, yourself dying? I have, uh, but all of the ones that I had like that were instances where I would wake up. So I've had it continue on, which was really weird. And it also begs the question of, well, did I die in the dream or was I just like unconscious? You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. uh, Those dreams are very unusual. I've never had a continuous one. I've I've had the ones where you're falling off a cliff. One that I had a lot was crashing my car and I knew that I was going to die on impact. Oh, yeah. Like in my dream, I knew that me and whoever was in my car... We're going to die on impact. And as soon as I hit, I would wake up. And I would wake up gasping for air, which was... I've had those a lot. Wow. Mine was um, very similar to that, but it was a white light. Like, just white for a few minutes. And then Mm -hmm. I woke up. Which was terrifying to me because (laughs) some dreams are so real that you're like, Oh, I died. I just died. You don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had I had a reoccurring dream that was so realistic that I had so many times uh, enough to where I've got a half sleeve tattooed on me that's dedicated to that specific dream. So that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, nothing superstitious about that. That's just diving a little bit further into dreams. But I had it so many times and it stuck with me for so long and it was so vivid that I had it tattooed on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe there's something to uh, the superstition that my uh, elders were telling me as a child about the dreams. Maybe there's maybe maybe we know more than we lead on, and whenever we're asleep, we're kind of tapping into that a little bit further. I could agree. Yeah. Um, which would bring me to since we've talked about our superstitions that we have heard relatively a lot. Uh, I want to go over the top. 20 of the most common, and we don't have to get in deep on this, the uh, origin of them, unless, of course, it's something that we just don't understand, but uh, number one is the superstition of the black cat crossing your path and how that's supposed to be unlucky. Yeah. It's uh, such superstition that black cats are actually the least uh, adopted cat in the world. And all of this spawns from black cats being associated to witches. That ain't even right. <laughs> Go out, yeah. adopt you a black cat tonight. Yeah, yeah, why not? It's going to make your October a lot more spooky. Name him yep. uh, Name him Salem or... Uh, oh, that's um, a good one. That's a good one. What? What's uh, Zachary Binks? Zachary Binks! <laughs> I was going to say Zach Bagans. I am mangery. Oh, yeah, you can name him Zach Bagans. <laughs> but then you just gotta like put him back to the pound. Yeah, you just stick him back to the <laughs> the vet. Peta, don't come for me. Uh, no. Number two <laughs> is walking under a ladder will cause bad bad luck. Uh, many of the ancient religions and mythologies believe that the triangle is a symbol for life, since an open ladder forms a triangle. Walking through the triangle tempts fate, hence the bad luck. So that's where that stems from? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I always wondered. I know. It never made sense, but I didn't really question it as we, uh, as I grew up. Uh, the third um, most common superstition is a broken mirror will bring you bad luck. Seven years, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. 100% believe it. So... It's also said to have dire consequences, but don't worry, because there's a simple and absolutely not at all wacky way to reverse the luck that breaking a mirror will bring you. Uh, just gather every single piece of the broken mirror and bury it in the dirt under the moonlight. Come again? <laughs> That's supposed to be <laughs> the remedy for uh, if you break a mirror. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, okay. I'll buy it. I mean, why not, right? I mean, at this point, everything else is shot and true. <laughs> I mean, we've talked I'll about <laughs> we've talked about uh, weirder things right before we even got into the list. So, uh, speaking of weird superstitions, Friday the Thirteenth is number four on the list, and how so many people believe that Friday the Thirteenth is a cursed day. Um, the movies didn't help anything. That's that's just plain. 
fact, but the superstition may be as old as Christianity. Per Christian theology, Judas was the 13th guest at the Last Supper, and Jesus was crucified on a Friday. So because of the 13th uh, guest that arrived at the Last Supper and Jesus being crucified on a Friday, you have Friday the 13th. So that's where this stems from? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I never would have... Stems from Christianity? I never would have yeah. Wow. I never would have guessed that in a million years. Um... What about opening umbrellas indoors? Have you heard of that one? Yeah, yeah, that was one. Um, that was one of my parents always told me not to do. Also, um, I, I don't know if this is on the list, but uh, playing with crutches would cause you to Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah. actually break something. Yeah, I don't know if that's on there. but That and getting in yeah. wheelchairs or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, well, opening that- umbrellas indoors is number five on the list, so a lot of people tend to believe in this superstition. Some people believe that it's simply bad luck just because of the big abrupt movement that an umbrella makes when it's opening, which can accidentally cause damage. Another theory, though, is that umbrellas are already magical because they shade us from the sun, and therefore opening one in the house offends the sun god, and this is why opening an (laughs) umbrella indoors became a superstition. Yeah, okay. Okay. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. Um, Sun god. (laughs) Yeah. Did they have umbrellas whenever they were worshiping sun gods? Quick, cover me with a palm leaf. <laughs> I don't know. Please grab the palm leaves. I need the shade. Wait, what would I mean? How would you? I guess you could have an umbrella of sorts. Maybe. Mm, they had. Well, uh, I don't know. That's something those... to look into. Uh. What about step on a crack and you'll break your mother's back? Have you ever heard that one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that, see, I always thought that was just more of a nursery rhyme rather than a, or not a nursery rhyme, but, you know. Uh, My God, what, yeah, what and, kind and, of it, shit are you going <laughs> to tell to your children? <laughs> that's, that's more like a hip-hop rhyme. I guess you could <laughs> use Humpty Dumpty. Step on your crack. <laughs> you could use Humpty Dumpty and lead into the step on a crack thing. Oh, no. If you don't want to end up like Humpty Dumpty, you stay away from those cracks. Don't go on any walls, kids. Don't <laughs> step on any cracks. Well, this stems from the fact that cracks in the ground were thought to be portals to another dimension or hell. As such, stepping on one tempted the evil spirits within the crack on the other side and would possibly cause them to come through the crack. Hmm. Devil. devil, devil. So what would be more terrifying uh, than being afraid that you're going to break your mother's back to keep you from walking on the cracks and not releasing evil spirits? You're, you don't want people to do it because you're terrified that something's going to come out of the cracks. So you're like, oh, no, no, you step on it. You're definitely going to break your mother's spine. See, that would make a great short film. Just someone steps on a crack and then a demon rips through her spine. My God. Make it. Make it. Somebody make it. It sounds like I'm not Shyamalan, but like. Yeah. <laughs> every mother around the world and it all happens on Mother's Day. It just so happens to kick up. <laughs> oh, here's one for you, Chad. Number seven on the list. Tossing spilled salt over your shoulder. There we go. I got to do it. I always do. I'm not kidding. I really do. Well, I mean, you're not alone. I don't care where I am. You are not alone. 
a lot of people apparently believe that spilling salt is bad luck. However, taking a pinch of said spilt salt and tossing it over your shoulder counteracts the bad juju. Why, though? Is there an explanation? Yeah, or yeah. Are you asking? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if you possibly knew the answer. Oh, I, I, I don't know. All I know is, it, 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 like I said, I'm not going to fuck around and find out. So, <laughs> well, I need to know now. Salt has historically often been a valuable resource and even sometimes used as a currency. Uh, it's thought that spilling salt attracts evil spirits who want to steal it from you. And alternatively, tossing it over your shoulder will ward them away from you and have them chase the salt that you threw over your shoulder instead of the salt that you spilt in front of you. Those goddamn salt imps. <laughs> Damn salt demons. Oh, here was one that I'd always heard of. An itchy palm means that you're going to come oh, yeah. across money. Yeah, that's bull. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's... If that was the case, I'd be a damn millionaire. That yeah. time I had oh, chicken yeah. pox, I would have had the millions. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you got people getting crabs on purpose right now. <laughs> yeah. It literally. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. It literally <laughs> stems from the fact that you hold out your hand and have money placed into your hand, and you also use your hand to shake hands to strike deals. Uh, in both cases, that means that if your hand is itching, then that means that money is going to be placed into it. But if you scratch it, then you won't get the money, and it's bad luck. Okay. That makes sense. I can what about see the association there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I get it, but I, maybe that's the reason I've never gotten the money because I scratch the hell out of it every single time. <laughs> um, what about knocking on wood? Was that something that ever. Knocking on wood. Uh... To unjinx yourself or making sure that nothing. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's that that's the one. Um yeah, I've heard that. The Oh, so far so good. Yeah, like you say, uh yeah. as long as I don't die in a car wreck driving across the country and then you knock on wood. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, uh the belief comes from the times when certain religions believed that gods lived in the trees. They would knock once and ask for their favor and then knock again as a sign of gratitude after they got done asking a favor. They would knock a third time to ask for the rent. <laughs> you rent. Pay up. Rent. Uh, what about lucky pennies? Yeah, a uh, penny on heads, right? Like a penny. if you find a penny on heads, it's good luck or something. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's yeah. the theory is that whenever you find a penny on heads, that you're gonna have good luck. And if you find one flipped on tails, you should flip it over and leave it for the next person. Hmm. But wouldn't touching it cause me to get that bad juju, or is it keeping it? Well, it's just. So that's another thought is that it's gonna be bad luck for you. But no, it is not. That's not part of the superstition. Uh, so you're supposed to, if you see one on tails, flip it over to heads, leave it there, and keep on walking. Um, I'm going to do that next time. And all of that just comes from the fact that uh, coins and metals have always been valuable. So people hold those in a certain standard. Uh, they think that it's a 
way of saying that fortune is smiling on you whenever you find one of these. Um, but I'm pretty sure that there are, um, what's the best word? Vagrants out there that have found many pennies on heads and it has not helped them at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about a rookie, a rookie, a rookie rabbit's foot? <laughs> lucky rabbit's foot. So I had a lucky rabbit's foot. Okay. Uh, when I was a kid. Did and, it? Uh, the only thing, it, it just gave me really bad allergies. <laughs> I had to get rid of it. <laughs> the only thing that damn thing ever gave me was scabies. <laughs> well, it's because the Celts believed that rabbits were lucky and that they lived underground, thus making it easier for them to communicate with the gods that lived underground. Hmm. Does that mean that groundhogs were lucky? Yeah, I guess so. Mm. Is that where the Groundhog's Day superstition comes from? Uh, I don't know. Is that really even a a superstition? If Phil sees his shadow, the gods will shine more winter upon us. Hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay, inside-out clothes. Have you ever heard of that? No, I've not. This is a Russian superstition. Putting your clothes on inside-out makes you vulnerable to getting beat up. Damn, I'd say so. I don't know. <laughs> Especially at the inside. Is that if you've got like a lot of weird, you know, different clothing, like uh, like if the patterns are different. Is... Hey, look at that. Look at Leroy. He looks like a complete dick. See, that's what, his ass. I think that that's where that comes from. I don't think that's superstition <laughs> at all. I think that that's just people, kids being mean. Like, look at that. Yeah, exactly. Let's beat his ass. Look, this fucking guy. <laughs> It says that it also helps you avoid getting mugged. That does not. What I, happens I in Russia? I highly doubt it. Maybe if you walk around with your pockets hanging out, it might, because they'll see that you're broke. <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to do anything else. I guess there's a tomato and tomato to this, because the Russians say that American men are too soft, uh, that we're big yeah, that's babies. That's true. So, let's, let's be honest. I mean, I guess compared to them running around naked and below degree negative temperatures, like... <laughs> Fighting bears to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, Moscow. Moscow. <laughs> in Latin American cultures, they believe in the superstition that is beware of Tuesdays. Tuesdays are considered to be bad luck, and it's risky to do anything on that day, like get married or go on a trip or even leave the house in some people's beliefs. I feel that. I feel that pain. Mm. <laughs> I do. I really do. <laughs> I, I, think I, I hate I think Tuesdays. <laughs> it's Monday number two. I can't stand Tuesdays. I really can't. Mm. Uh, Garfield hates Mondays. I hate Tuesdays. Oh, he does hate Mondays, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, he does. <laughs> in Japan, it is considered uh, unlucky superstition to stab your chopsticks into your food and have them standing upright. When chopsticks really? are planted straight into your food, they resemble the Japanese number four, which represents death. Okay. Um, well, I'll never do that. <laughs> That's for sure. I've not done it yet that I can think of, but I, I'm definitely going to avoid it from now. I mean, wait, am I am I yeah, superstitious? If I, yeah, if I do that, you? I'm super. I don't know. <laughs> now that I'm like considering that, maybe I am. <laughs> It's also uh, a Russian superstition to never say happy birthday too early. Oh, I could see that. Maybe. 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, and there's yeah. not much of an explanation for it, but they they don't believe in doing that too early. Um, mm. You are also. I mean, a broken mirror is said to be bad, but it is also supposed to be even worse if you have two mirrors facing each other. Because that reflection in the mirror is infinite. I I have heard that mirrors are a portal. Well, according to the article, uh, Mexican folklore and superstition say that it's a doorway to hell that the devil can climb through. So I guess that they never had those uh, House of Mirrors and like their carnivals and and stuff whenever, like in Mexico. I mean, it makes me want to break every mirror in my house right now just thinking about it. If I'm being honest. Well, I mean, a lot of paranormal investigators believe that mirrors are a way for spirits to show their self. And then you've got a bunch of different urban legends such as Bloody Mary, um, uh, the Candyman... Um, mm-hmm. that have to do with their mirrors. Gary Busey. Gary Busey, yeah. Do not say his name three times in, <laughs> in the mirror because then he'll come out and he'll bite you. Um, <laughs> I tell, uh, in Sweden... Gary Busey of the day. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, that just reminds me of the movie Black Sheep with Tommy Boy. I mean, not with Tommy Boy. Oh, with Chris no. Farley where uh, <laughs> he's... <laughs> <laughs> He's on that bus. <laughs> Gary Busey is. Oh, uh, yeah. Good times. Uh, Sweden, it is said to be unlucky to toss your keys onto a table. Oh, God. <laughs> you do that every day. <laughs> well, it's said to be unlucky in Sweden because back then prostitutes would leave keys on the table to invite their clients into their chambers. So avoid any so to avoid any confusion, it was declared bad luck so that the people of Sweden would never leave their keys on the table. So you wouldn't think that there's a prostitute. I'm gonna start doing that to get my wife in the mood. Just throw the keys on the table, huh? Just huh? wink at her. <laughs> <laughs> you think about them keys, girl. You know, you hold them over, jingling them like you would a cat. <laughs> she she paws at it. You toss them on the table. You just you like it, baby. Uh, so, uh, in Serbia, it is bad luck to compliment an infant. If you call a newborn cute, they will be cursed for the rest of their life with misfortune. <laughs> Well, that explains a lot. So you have to call Thanks, every newborn baby ugly. They had ugly little piece of shit. That's <laughs> what my mom was doing this whole time. I was wondering. I knew that she couldn't uh, really think that I was ugly. <laughs> Real quick, other common superstitions is uh, coming in a door that you left out of, coming back in a different door. Then the one you left out of is considered bad luck. So if you go out I your side door and then you come back in your front door, is considered bad luck. Um, yeah, my dad actually uh, called me out on doing that a few times. I never understood that one. I've heard it too, and then I was told to walk backwards out of the door that I entered, and I don't know, to try to reverse yeah. it. I don't know how well that works. Um, crossing your fingers is supposed to be good luck. Everybody has heard that. Uh the number four, I guess, except for in Japanese culture, 
with the exception of four-leaf clovers. Oh, no, wait. So that's everywhere. The number four is considered to be bad luck, minus four-leaf clovers. And four-leaf clovers are only good luck because they're so rare whenever you're searching through a field of clover. I see. Um, yellow flowers are supposedly bad luck. Oh, God. So many of those. <laughs> Sweeping like over your feet. I have heard that. I have too. Actually, uh, fun fact: my uh, my wife's friend, her mother, um, sweeps every morning and I think every night mm-hmm. because uh, it's supposed to keep the spirits out. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that or something like that. I don't know. So I've heard an alternative because sweeping over your feet. For anybody that isn't understanding our terminology, it's taking a broom. Uh, and sweeping over the tops of your feet. Now, I've heard that this is bad luck, but I've also heard that if somebody, like if you're standing in the kitchen and somebody else is sweeping and they accidentally sweep over your feet, then that means that you're going to be married soon? That seems like a personal yes. choice. I don't think that I'm going to be like, well, son of a bitch, I guess I got to go get a <laughs> ring. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mom. <laughs> Damn it, Mom. Uh so the number 17 in Italian culture is supposed to be bad luck. Uh, the number 39 in Afghan culture is bad luck. The number 666 obviously is bad luck. Some Christian cultures even believe saying it is bad luck. Um, oh, the podcast is going to die again just because I said it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, we are running out of time, so we should probably wrap it up soon. Mm. See? See, that? The, that's that's the unlucky numbers talking to you. Finding a horseshoe yeah, is supposedly like, good luck. I believe that one. Um, and then throwing <laughs> throwing rocks into the wind is supposedly bad luck. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, no wonder my... if the wind's strong enough, <laughs> then is it going to no come back and hit you in so the rough. face? <laughs> that explains a lot with my childhood, man. I'm telling you. It does. I'm telling you. <laughs> Well, folks, it's time to wind it all down. Justin, you got any birthdays for us? I do. This one you're going to like. October 23rd is the birthday of Mr. Sam Raimi. Hey, Mr. Evil Dead himself. Happy birthday. It is also the birthday of actor Ryan Reynolds. He was in the X-Files, Outer Limits, uh, different horror movies, Amityville Horror. Yeah. Um, and the 23rd of October is also the release date of The Mummy's Tomb, released in 1942, and Saw 5. Huh. But the 24th, October 24th, is a birthday for the man Murray Abraham, which played in the movie 13th Ghost. He was the millionaire that did not die. Uh, it's also the birthday of John Casser, who was the voice of the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. That Lovely. is, yeah. Uh, other than that, that's all the birthdays that we have. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our Superstition episode. We'll have another one where we're going to go into the urban legends for you. This is a little filler, and I hope you enjoyed it. Stay away from the ladders. Stay away from the triangles, the black cats. Don't let anybody sweep over your feet and... For damn sure, do not throw rocks in the wind or wear your clothes inside out because Russians will beat the hell out of you. (laughs) 
keep it spooky, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>